0: Rana
1: we settling in. I am yeah. our
0: weekend away yeah. inspired me for the rest of the summer. I'm wearing my tropical today.
1: I because, know. You you look so cute, but I have to say I decided today, I made a personal decision. Yeah. I wasn't gonna comment on your appearance anymore because Rana, I, I think you don't like it when I comment on your appearance. That's not and true. And I've been expecting getting either a note or a text or a phone call from you that says, Ron, I need to talk to you about something. Since I refused to hire the HR person. I'm not kidding. I said to myself, after I called you Malin Brando a couple weeks ago, I, I said, you know w- what?
0: You think that I, I didn't. I said, I'm not saying
1: tr- another word to I him.
0: I thought about that the rest of the day. I was so excited about it.
1: Really? Yes. So then what you're saying is you've been Unless waiting you were to like start Marla, recording Marla, you were, now and you're wondering why I didn't give you a compliment on your fun shirt.
0: No, I wasn't wondering that. But I will say there are certain people <laughs> who when they talk about the way I look, it drives me crazy. There's a certain person, I'll say. And you I'm are, not
1: in that category? No, not even close. Okay. I was not certain that I was.
0: But now I guess I'm wondering, did you mean Marlon Brando from like Streetcar on the Waterfront or Marlon Brando from like Island of Dr. Moreau?
1: Oh, Island of Dr. Moreau, of course. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now when they get up to the top of the the mouth of the river. They get up to the River Delta and there he is and he's about, you know, 438 pounds. He's wearing a pair of tie. Uh, pants, like sure. you get when you go to the Thai massage place. Yeah. And he's eating a live chicken. That's what I meant.
0: See, Ronna, how could I ever take it as, as an insult <laughs> when you when you tell me I look like Marlon Brando?
1: I meant on the waterfront, of
0: course. I know you did. I mean, that's a gross thing to say. But I figured you meant, because it was a white T-shirt, I figured you meant that, that sort no, of thing.
1: No, and then, you know, what's his name, who who will not stop driving me crazy. I didn't tell you this. A couple weeks ago, he sent me a picture of his father Deboning some fresh salmon that he caught and he was going to smoke. Who am I talking about? Agent Kvasnikov, of Argent.
0: course.
1: Agent. He will. Agent the Seal.
0: Is he Alaskan or Canadian?
1: He's Alaskan, okay. but obviously of Russian de- descent in some fashion.
0: Well, Rana, it's right there.
1: But he also. Well, it's funny you should say that. So then he sent me a picture to say. So I guess he's uh, he's apparently either Inuit or descended from somebody. Okay. Because his father is allowed to fish on the tribal waters. Got it. So he also sent me a picture of it where his father went fishing on the tribal waters in Alaska, which did look gorgeous. Though of course every time I think of Alaska in the summer I think about your cruise. Well,
0: it wasn't a cruise, it was a small boat tour, but yeah.
1: And what was her name? Or the woman that you hated the room that ruined the Rebecca
0: for a <laughs> <laughs> the worst.
1: And so he sent me that photo, and I said, I said, wrote back ten and cheek. Can you see Alaska? You mean Is Russia? A-, a Russia, rather, yeah, yeah. Because it sort of looked like you could. To be honest with you, honestly,
0: <laughs> I think she would have made a wonderful, wonderful president, uh, vice president. She,
1: she would have been a great cartographer.
0: <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah, Ronna, yeah. we anyway. need to talk about. Your are you have, wrote
1: in and said you looked like not mylon brando you looked like james dean which to be honest i thought was going a little far
0: you want to know what I james dean is.
1: was was just a teeny tiny pocket little person
0: also james dean i think was also like a little like prettier or something like there was something
1: no you have a mylon brando you have just enough threat
0: right i just like take salami yeah. and Shove it in my mouth with my hand. And Again, that you could grab throw, a beer and you could throw, throw it. a
1: beer across the room. Yeah. Yep. James Dean wasn't going to do that to you. Yep.
0: Yeah. Except mine would he be was, more like Stella. Would be like.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you do street car.
0: I would have so much fun doing it.
1: Yeah. You would but you. I would take be, it seriously. I know, but be honest. You'd you would want to play Blanche.
0: Who wouldn't?
1: Yeah, that's, that's the, the part.
0: All these, you know what drives me crazy about actually Stanley is not the character. It's that every young actor wanting to just be like, no, I'm raw. Like, that's my acting style. That's oh, what I do. You know what I mean?
1: Snooze. Yeah.
0: Jessica Tandy did streetcar on Broadway with him. And she called Vivian Lee when the movie came around and she said, I'm warning you, he is the worst person on the face of the planet. He's disgusting. He's a pig. And Vivian Lee called her back after they worked t- together and she was like, Jessica, you've never been more right in your life. I hated him.
1: And I wonder if they both had sex with him four times a week or twice a week. What do you think?
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: I mean, mean, that's, look, when you think about the life of an actor, we're talking about what? Six weeks? Passion.
0: Sure. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah.
1: Six weeks we have to spend together with the worst, best looking guy you ever met in your life. Him ch- trace- chasing me around a trailer, throwing a beer bottle at me yep. for six weeks. I could probably do it for six weeks.
0: Oh, me too. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah.
1: No, I'm sure he was a nightmare, an absolute nightmare.
0: Now, I want to say something. Ronna does not like to talk about the vineyard, specifically Ugh. the vineyard house.
1: I thought we were going to move right past mm. that. I
0: know, Ronna. I know you don't like there to talk privacy, about privacy.
1: I know. Again, I am going to have to hire this job person because they are privacy <laughs> uh, <laughs> statutes in effect. Okay. So you did sign your release. You did sign your release before you came.
0: It is a country house feel, but in a luxurious setting. I don't actually know how you've done it, Ronna, because it feels, in other words, like when I say (laughs) say it's luxurious, there's nothing about it that feels cold. It feels like a warm country estate. I had never in my life, first of all, I want everyone to know that I got to stay in the art barn. Which yeah. I don't know if that, personally, it's what I would have picked, but I don't know if that's the number one seat in the house. I I think
1: not. as a guest, it is.
0: It's incredible. I
1: absolutely think it is. I woke I up to the sunlight. If you're in the family, you're probably in the house. You know, I want to be able to have a cup of coffee with Geordie first thing in the morning before anybody floats in.
0: Well, who could blame you?
1: But that's my favorite time of the day. To me, it's so important that the house be comfy and it cozy, is. but still have a few formal spaces. So I, honestly,
0: that's what If you've we want to
1: have cocktails before we go, we, before we do dinner, that people feel like if they want to put on a Jack Rogers sandal or they want to put on a linen pant or whatever it is, that there are, mo- there are transitions throughout the day. There are day pots. Right. So we can have our coffee in the morning mm-hmm. out on that little deck off the kitchen, and then we can have Ugh. our cocktails in the afternoon. And
0: that wetland that abuts yeah. your property.
1: And did the sunrise wake you up in the outbound, is my me question? Up.
0: Every morning. Yeah. After That's why I
1: miss it. That was important to me. That the ch- curtains be sheer enough. That Well, there's a sheer and then there's a blackout. But that they be sheer enough so that if you wanted to wake up with the sunrise, you could. I mean, it's situated perfectly for that.
0: And it's going to drive Ronna crazy. I got to spend some time with Jordan.
1: Well, you know, it was very funny because what was it? Was it the night before the 4th or the night after? I can't. It
0: was the night must before. must have been
1: must have been the night before on the 3rd. We were having dinner. And yeah, that's right. Because I wouldn't have done a make your own sunday bar after the 4th.
0: No, it was because before the 4th. Because then
1: people fourth. are trying to transition the diet back into a sort of... There's still and plenty of indulgences, but we're not going well, over the Plus top. on the 3rd, you're third. all
0: pent up waiting for that explosion yeah. on the 4th. Rehearsal I mean? dinner.
1: It's like right. the rehearsal dinner. There you go. Always better than the actual wedding.
0: Honestly, yeah. you couldn't yeah. be more right.
1: Of course. In any event. No, even it always says the rehearsal dinner is always the best night, and then the wedding. A little
0: looser,
1: and everyone is everyone's looking good, and they haven't had too much to drink yet. The food is
0: always better at the rehearsal dinner. I'll say no question.
1: No one eats at the wedding. Yeah, yeah. They'll hit the dessert table after they realize they've done nothing but drink for six hours. But in any event, I said to Jordan, "Could you go out and get me some moose tracks or rocky road, whichever you can find?" Right. And you were kind enough to agree to accompany him.
0: Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I have to say, when I first heard Moose Tracks, I was like, are we like going hunting? I wasn't no. sure. I'd never heard of it.
1: Rocky Road Moose Not Tracks. Not to mention I had ba- never heard of a Jack Rogers same.
0: sandal, speaking of which.
1: Well, it's funny. Chanel is doing their version of a Jack Rogers this year. So hopefully you love those. Were my blue sandals. Yeah. I had them in blue and I had them in cream, obviously. Yep. Well, cream shades of vanilla. I had yeah. in shades of vanilla. Yeah. Jordan speaking was, of which, yeah. Speaking of which, excuse me. Shades coffee. of coffee. We did have our coffee uh, down at the vineyard, and I did use the coffee to make my own coffee ice cream, which I, I thought was pretty delicious. I have I, to say,
0: I have to tell you something, Rana. But I
1: wasn't going to make all the all the ice cream.
0: Elaine's face when she tasted that coffee.
1: Yeah, that was something. She. I, I didn't want to bring it up.
0: She kept saying, Rana. You know I love you. I do my own coffee. This is this is not... I, she, I think she even <laughs> brought her own bag.
1: There was such a build... Oh, yeah, she brought her own beans. Yeah. There was such a build-up. Where she I, kept saying, you know I love you, you're my best friend in the world, but dot, 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 nothing comes between me and my... Don't expect me to like this coffee. I
2: have
0: never been so nervous in my life.
1: Oh, well, I thought it was fabulous. I said, no, Elaine, try it or don't try it. It doesn't matter to me. You know, this is, what, this is what... this is." this is our project. We've worked very hard on this. I think you should at least taste it, but you're under no obligation to love it. She loved it. Every inch of it.
0: And I have to tell you, Rana, I was actually extremely upset on the inside, but then going out with Jordan reversed it. But I was extremely upset because you ended up giving her a bag. You gave her the duo. And you've always told me- because Rana I told oh, her when I you see. started handing over that coffee I said no Elaine you go to ask that's what happens here and she go and you go no 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 Elaine's my friend I'm going to give her the duo yeah. and then I whispered to you after that I said we don't get a discount Rana to Bergdorf
1: <laughs> which is true of course you know I can't help myself I like to give things away what can I know I but do? Rana
0: I told Elaine that or, I told you because I didn't want to tell Elaine that I would be happy to tell people that Bergdorf has really nice stuff
1: <laughs> All I know is I sent you and Jordan out to get ice cream.
0: Oh yeah. You so did. I could
1: do my Sunday bar. Yeah. And I had homemade strawberry, homemade coffee, which I made with the shades of vanilla, which was absolutely them. delicious. Mm-hmm. And then I needed a little moose tracks or a little bit of rocky road just to my round favorite. out the flavors. Yeah. And they do a and they do a great vanilla. So I said, just Jordy, go pick this up. You said I'll run out with him on you know, in case he can't pack or whatever it is. Yeah. And then we were three hours later, and I'd already cleaned up the ice cream bar, and you two weren't back with the ice cream.
0: Well, Ronna, we had to drive all over town because the moose track was was hard to find, and then, you know, it just took, it just, I mean, Martha's Vineyard's bigger than you think, so I think we put like 150 miles on the car or something. I don't know. But it so just took a to while. So you went to
1: three or four different ice cream parlors.
0: Yeah, one an hour.
1: And then you still came back with the ice cream from the parlor that was closest to the house.
0: Well, yeah, because we double backed, and and um, huh. all I'm gonna say is this, Rana, the whole experience. Oh God, I feel like I'm gonna cry. Was a summer to remember. It's been well, a yeah, summer.
1: Thank you. That's so kind of you to say.
0: It was so, and you
1: really did behave yourself for the most part
0: in the house yeah
1: yeah i mean i sort of remember removing your dessert bowl from your hand once or twice cuz i knew if you yeah. had a little too much sugar that i the was going to pay f- i was going to pay for I it I was going to blame
0: you entirely <laughs> but i just want to thank you and i i do really
1: i would say you behaved well enough to be invited back
0: are you serious
1: i would say that. i don't know when i don't know when mm-hmm. but i would say that you you behaved well enough to be invited back i would okay that's interesting. I'm going to have to compare notes with Jordan on that. Why? Story. No, I
0: you mean. You know,
1: I, have, I didn't want to, I don't like to get involved in Jordan's personal life, but I thought I maybe he was out smoking pot or something like that.
0: I, I actually would like that, Rana, because he hasn't texted me back and I've been texting him.
1: Oh, well, you know, I told you he's in a development phase where he's writing uh, and he's processing and he's right. sort of, you know, taking in information, synthesizing it into oh, ideas. Oh, he took in some information, then, yeah. Yeah. And then going to turn it into whatever his great. Mm-hmm. Project is gonna be his great movie, which right. you know, the coffee will be financing. So we should remind people. But tell him uh, I did g- get a
0: new cell phone plan in case that was the issue.
1: <laughs> a new plan? I
0: got the number still. I have my same number, but just in case I didn't know if the Wi Fi Oh, there know.
1: was like an interruption in service or something. You never
0: I mean there might have been it's a it's a crazy time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now should we get right into it? Do you wanna read two quick reviews and then Let's we'll get re- right into it? Let's and I read do to- absolutely want to say, that's what we meant to say, which is uh, we have to thank Tim Gorman. So last month we were yes. giving to Trevor Project, and Tim Gorman, some fabulous listeners of ours, Rose
0: to the occasion.
1: And he gave a uh, donation to the Trevor Project in our name.
0: I can't believe
1: it. Which is just above and beyond- and. Really, to me, speaks to the kind of fabulous community that we have. And I happen to know he's a CHIP. So he's in the carriage. That's the quality of person we have in the carriage house. No kidding. What an absolute doll. He really deserves a shout out.
0: Ronald. would you mind reading the review from Rycors? I think I said it somewhere. Uh,
1: oh, God. Here we go. Spago- here we- <laughs> we'll have to see what Rycors thinks. Of I don't you know sure. what he
0: said, but I like the name.
1: Oh, okay. That's what it was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. User Rikors gives five stars and begins, too bad it's not a visual medium. Brian is the hottest guy in podcasting. Rana is on the show too. What? Wow. Are you kidding? Did you write that yourself? What does Rikors stand for? How dare you? I don't... Not to mention, the way we started this show, I mean, you were looking for a few compliments, pardon me. But what I'm sorry about with Rikors is they're not very, they may be, have great eyes, but they're not very good listeners. It absolutely is a visual medium. If you order sauna privileges, Ry would have seen you in your Marlon Brando tea. That was episode 20, I believe, which yep. was a uh, James Baldwin episode. And also our four. 20th Patreon episode. And for $10, you can see Marlon Safi Brando. There it is. Yeah,
0: Ronna, I think we should get to our guest.
1: Okay. And we have a fun update we're going to do with that guest too, which oh, I'm looking okay, forward good. to. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Brian
0: Rana. This Paul. is a guy. I should <laughs> tell you. <laughs> we
1: normally give him. We normally give. I. Th- we give a big wind up. But he and doesn't then it, need it. Was it was funny to me to do Brian Rana Paul. He's
0: iconic. Everyone knows this. Maybe guy. it was
1: Ron Paul that made me think of that. The name. I, Ron well, we, Paul. it's
0: definitely not Ron Paul.
1: I guess today Wait is
0: Rand Paul.
1: Yeah, is Rand Paul Doctor Ron Paul? No, right. I guess today. You want to talk about Malty Hyphenet? Excuse me. You want to talk about another mogul? We've we've long determined this is the mogul podcast. Long ago. This
0: is another mogul. This is another writer, producer, actor. Correct. And by the way, you could interchangeably put any of those first.
1: And podcaster, excuse me. And podcaster, he, he only happens to have one of the most popular podcasts in the whole podcasting universe. The How podcast Did This
0: Get Made? Okay, let's yeah. let's really get into it. He hosts How Did This Get Made, one of the biggest yeah. podcasts. Yeah. He's on a critically acclaimed show, Black Monday.
1: Correct. He create- with a very good friend, Yes, Celeste.
0: I would and love also, his watch.
1: Wait, and who else? And Casey Wilson, we've been on. She's on Black Monday.
0: Yeah, yeah. Andrew Ranals. Yeah.
1: We don't, uh, haven't had him, yeah. No, we haven't. No. Yeah.
0: Paul Shear's here.
1: Paul.
2: so excited to be here. Uh, what, what a thrill. What a thrill. A, a fan of this podcast, a fan of you both. Uh, and, you know, I just hope I can bring my A-game because, you know, I think that you are doing so many people such oh. a service. Don't, don't that is so nice. Don't
1: even worry about your A-game. Bring any game that you have. I'll be hundred percent right. honest with you. These people are so desperate, Paul.
0: <laughs>
1: They're well, so I, desperate that they've written into Brian and I, yeah. who are practically each one step out of the Looney Bin ourselves. Can you still say Looney Bin?
2: You can. Yeah. You can still say it. Yes.
1: Looney Tunes Bin in Brian's case. Well, well that
2: I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, let's not go there. Let's not talk about people's creations. It's Looney Bin is fine. He's
1: <laughs> a big Looney Tunes fan. Brian's a big Looney Tunes. Huge. Fan.
0: They're all on HBO Max right now, Paul.
2: By the way, I have to say in in all sincerity, um the new Looney Tunes are quite funny.
0: Yeah. Looney Tunes is A+. plus. And I have to say so bold. I mean, when we were kids, people were just being shot in the face on Looney Tunes. And <laughs>
2: well, now Elmer Fudd does not a, have a gun. He does not okay. have a gun anymore. He is, he is the gun is gone. What
1: does he have a walking stick? Uh, <laughs> a taser.
2: He, he just has anger. Yeah. He, has, uh, he has male white anger. That's sure. that's yeah. his biggest weapon. Um, I will say this, uh, that I often think back to Looney Tunes because there's one rule that I learned about writing and creation, and it all comes from Looney Tunes, and I will share it <laughs> with you. I know this is I mean, it's an advice show.
1: Um, this is called Free Advice. I, yeah. This is great. Yes.
2: So um, the rule in that room when they were coming up with these Looney Tunes were never shoot down someone's idea. Right? If you don't like it, if you don't think it's funny, don't shoot it down, just pitch a better idea and at the end of your writer session, the the best ideas will rise to the top. You don't have to worry about cutting uh you know, cutting people off at the knees because you're the idea waste will time naturally
1: recede that. into the into the background. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I love that idea of like and it's such a great I think about it often because it's like You can spend so much time telling people why something doesn't work and that's not actually getting you to a place where something actually does work.
1: Yeah. So I also have to say, there it's you, a, go. you can that's tell a good rule for life.
0: And you can tell because they just build a thing on a thing. Like it's like, Oh no. And then the road runner, you know, runs away from that coyote and he trips and falls. And then it's like, well, what if he fell off a cliff? But what if dynamite was tied to his feet? Or what if an, <laughs> an anvil was on his head? You know what I mean? And then that's what they go with.
1: And it's what if he great. was they wearing really a sundress? And the only thing that could save him was, a, was a parasol. <laughs> exactly.
2: I mean, and these are yeah. the things and look, like, like they were doing oh, his eyelashes
1: thing. curl onto the branch of the tree. And that's what saves him. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's you true. two are really big looney tune get a, a real kick. A real kick out of that. When my mom,
2: my mom dropped me off at NYU. I went to NYU School of Education. Um I my parents helped me move into my dorm room. I was from Long Island, so it wasn't that far of a, a trip, you know, they just kind of came into the city. And my mom was like, "You need to get a couple things for your room, like some sheets and soap and stuff like that." And my mom had what I can only I, I imagine she had some sort of meltdown at Bed Bath and Beyond because she went out to go get sure. me these things and she came back only <laughs> uh, with Tasmanian devil themed products Ugh. sheets soap what? holder toothbrush holder uh, shower she wasn't curtain. matching
1: them to your tattoo yeah <laughs> Well, look, that is a cool <laughs> tattoo. And that just sort of like, you know, the way I am. I just kind of cool. rubble,
2: rubble through life. Yeah, you um, always
1: struck me as a Taz tattoo. Yeah, guy. Taz, oh. I'm sorry I, I have that wrong.
2: I I, I was mortified that's incredible. by the amount of, it was as if like, you know, when you would walk through a Bed Bath & Beyond and you would see like, oh, this is the way a, um, you know, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger room would look, you know, yeah. my mom just bought, the room that was Tasmanian she devil. Got she got you
1: the Taz NYU. collection.
2: NYU. It's upsetting. It's like, oh, <laughs> so embarrassing. So embarrassing.
1: So you had a first grader's bedroom.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fabulous. Yeah. Well, she guaranteed you wouldn't get the tattoo that way.
2: Yeah, I guess so. It's I an mean, interesting there you go. bit of
1: reverse psychology.
2: <laughs> um, Brilliant move.
1: Okay. So. We should get into this advice because look, that's we've already had two great pieces of advice: how I, I to know. run, a, how to run a writer's room by being positive instead of being negative. Don't worry, the the dumb ideas will fall right off. Yep. yep. And uh, how to not chop via kid if you drop them off at college of college ever returns. So those were <laughs> two are our two, our two best pieces, pieces of, of advice. advice. But <laughs> it was an act of love on her part.
2: Uh, act of love, but you know, and what? a good story. Sometimes- yeah, there you go. There you go. Manhattan's yeah.
0: stressful. She probably went in and was like, "I just got to get whatever I need and out. I need out of here." She
1: just wanted I to really, keep him I, young. I think she had a had was having a problem with the fact that he was growing up and leaving the nest.
2: Yeah, and I also feel like there is like a a warped sense of who. I mean, I feel like we all have this. Our parents see us in one way. My mom always sees me in a way that I am not, and that person is a person who wears like. Um, you know a spray painted button down shirt with scenes from Casablanca on it or you know <laughs> someone who has like a saddlebag with many a buckle on it like i believe that you got me a saddlebag for christmas that I, I there were more pockets on this saddlebag and it was it 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 didn't it looked it looked like it belonged on a horse honestly it That's looked like it belonged so on a horse it, but i yeah, mean so- let's not
1: Let's not pretend you don't own a bowling shirt, or two, Paul. I mean, I'm sure um, June has has expelled them from the wardrobe now, but that there might have been a day. Well, I mean, in the not you too know, distant you, past.
2: Yeah, do you under do you know my story about the bowling shirts? Do I ever told you the no, story? No. no, but I
1: feel like in my mind I can picture you in a teal and black bowling shirt. Did you have a teal and black bowling shirt at one well, point? Well, let me let me let me like let me
2: <laughs> at least extricate myself from being guilty in buying this shirt. So I took an acting class in New York from this very famed audition director. Everyone's like, you have to take her class. She only comes to New York every couple of, um, you know, twice a year. And she was very expensive. And she's going to tell you how it is.
0: Was this the lady who would say "capiche"?
1: Yes.
2: Oh, she might. She might have. I think I also went to this lady. lady.
1: I think she would come to New York like twice a year.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: And she would and tell she talk- you who you were. She would yes. say, you, you are Billy Crystal in City Slickers, and yeah, that's who yes. you should be when you audition. Is that right?
2: And yes. And she would always tell women- I've heard, tell I've heard women- tell-
1: Jessica St. Clair told me about this woman.
2: Yes. She would always tell women to wear fuck me pumps. That was a very yep. big note. And what she said to me was, you need to wear bowling shirts. That's your thing bowling shirts so like uh you know a desperate actor in his early 20s i bought like six bowling shirts <laughs> and that's <laughs> what my audition look was i was the bowling shirt guy and uh oh what bad advice that was Did you she get told, told
1: cast? me no
2: <laughs> she all told me her,
1: all of her casting choices were at 80s sitcoms so she was she telling told you you she yeah.
0: told me i this is crazy i haven't thought about this in years she told me i was sam malone that's what she said for Wow! Me. <laughs> you see? wow. i totally forgot about this she did she was like oh, you need to go to auditions you are sam malone in cheers and i was like oh wow i never, uh, <laughs> never would have thought
2: that,
1: that she gave me else. a
2: note one time uh because i was reading a scene from like two and a half men bowling shirt sure and um
1: Oh, I think I was imagining Charlie Sheen or John Cry's bowling shirt when I was imagining your bowling shirt. So there you go. It yeah. was right on um there and I go. remember I was Maybe reading. She's the scene not wrong.
2: And she was trying to give me so many things. Like have you ever heard this like thing in acting where they say like, Oh, uh, you know, they have like an accent and a limp. And that's the like that was the lay that she kind of taught Like uh, her class, because she's like, uh, all right, so you're auditioning for John Cryer, and she's like, and you gotta have like a physical thing too, like maybe you're always itching because you you just feel like maybe you got you got bit by something or like so Uh. I'm doing this scene and I'm like, itchy and like just itching like during the scene and I was like. What the fuck am I doing? Like, it's these things that you spend so much money on when you're starting out and you're like, yeah. you're right. You're right. And then you're going in and you're insane. You're acting insane. In-sa- yeah. I remember the first audition I
0: went to after seeing her and the okay. person auditioning me was like, you, uh, you just have to get rid of everything you just did. Like that was so, <laughs> there's nothing in the character description that would describe this. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe she was the worst. And and All right,
1: you too. This <laughs> isn't the audition podcast. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. This is the advice podcast. Yes. Pardon me. But that is va- by the way, you have all, both given incredibly valuable pieces of advice, which is you don't need to put Charlatan. a hat on. A hat on a hat. Yes. Yeah. And if it smells like bad Capiche. milk, it probably is. Capiche. Capiche. And she would
0: also say take Capiche. a butt breath. That should say that too. Oh, yes. <laughs> I
2: remember that. <laughs> all right, yes.
1: She advice wanted because she I- wanted you to breathe. Yeah, uh, yes. And relax while you were in the audition. She is goes, that why? hey, mm-hmm.
0: what are you going to do when you're in front of Steven Spielberg and he asks you to ch- change something up? You're going to take a butt breath. And I'd be like, Ugh. okay, what a scenario this
2: is. Oh, she how
1: was such much, a hack. How, how much were these? I wonder who she was friends with that they hired for all of you people. But you know okay. what it
2: is? It's like you're so desperate for someone to tell you something yes. that how feels to do it? real. And that yeah. you just like so if she's telling you where fuck me pumps like of course that's why I've never gotten anything because right. I'm yeah. not wearing the right shoes yep. like you know she so she I think created this cult of personality because she be yeah. like you're Sam Malone you're bowling shirt guy and all we wanted was some validation some shortcut and she would give it to you and that's it
1: yeah well people just want to know how what should I do hack that's what yeah, they want I need I know a about.
2: hack yeah I need a which hack which is yeah, what's what my hack?
1: Which is why this podcast gets over 5 million listeners a week, Paul.
2: That's amazing. It's amazing. I don't know if, and, you, and, and if those, you You and Joe Rogan, the biggest podcast n- Almost none of in the them biz. are in
1: America. Almost none of them are in America. Well, that's so funny. you won't I mean, see us at the top of the iTunes chats only in America.
2: But, but. here's the thing. It, America right now <laughs> is going through a pandemic because we don't listen to uh, the advice of people who know better. All around the world, they do. They've kind of cleared this whole thing up. So this, it's, your podcast is working.
0: I'm telling you, uh, Israel uh, and Croatia have it all the way together because they are
2: listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So our first email, we have our first mail, we have both an update and a question. Yes. So I'm gonna read it if that's okay. I think with you, you Brian, should read
0: it. And yes. then you
1: can give Paul a little background on this. Okay. Okay. Dear Ron and Brian, my big sister, the great and powerful Liz Legs is in need of a little encouragement and advice.
0: Okay, Paul, so Liz Legs was yeah, okay. a lady who wrote into us and it's spelled Legs like the pantyhose because she okay, was Okay, so she, double Gs. Yes. We she's like we
1: get a kick out of legs in a show. That's shows. the one. You know so she, the one from
0: she's, <laughs> Yes, of course. She's like 27. She loves wearing pantyhose and she realizes they're out of style but she doesn't she never wanted to stop wearing them and she was like, "Do I need to stop wearing them? I love wearing them." And we were like, no, they sounds great. Keep wearing them. And then she yeah. sent us pictures of herself in pantyhose. And it was clear that she liked wearing them because people paid attention to them.
1: Oh,
2: I yeah. like that. Okay. She now, excited. we so should now also tell board.
1: you she's a public defender yeah. in uh, Baltimore.
2: Sure. And okay. she
1: likes to wear a purple suit. And she wants she's a little bit of like a mini Gloria Allred type.
2: Okay. I like that. She this. likes All to right, wear I'm a in. suit
1: to get noticed. And when she sent us the picture of her showing her legs, it turned out that her skirt was a little bit of an upshot of her skirt. Oh, so she's wow. also an exhibitionist, we should tell it you. It could have been and like a poster
0: to, for working and girl. She like likes, she had like basically a yeah. cigar in her mouth and she was on the desk.
1: And so. she likes <laughs> and she likes to play footsie.
2: Yeah.
1: So I she love has this woman. I love those legs. She's so Liz fabulous. Legs is part of our whack pack, basically.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So this is from Liz Legs' sister, who we've never heard from before. I didn't even know she had a family. I thought she no. was hatched right out of a Legs egg shell.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh,
1: By the way, Liz... this, is a great
2: an- this is a great animated show. I want to see this character running around. <laughs> we'll she's like we'll a show Jessica Rabbit big... of our time.
1: Oh, she's, she absol- she's more like a Jessica hamster. But yeah, <laughs> Sure. she's just a tiny little thing. Uh, Liz has met a sweet and patient man that is a perfect foil for her dynamic personality. And they were engaged in August of last year. Since then, they've been planning their wedding for April, 2021. But of course, circumstances have changed. Liz's fiance is a scientist and he feels certain that the 175 person wedding that they had planned will not be feasible next spring. They've recently made the difficult decision to hold a small open-air wedding in a park this summer. I know Liz is disappointed that her big country club wedding will not be happening, but she has been doing an amazing job of remaining positive as she shifts the plans to something more intimate. Fortunately, she brought home a gorgeous wedding dress just before quarantine began, so her attire is taken care of, and I assume she'll be wearing double pantyhose on the day. Uh, And a dear family friend who is a cake artist is making a huge dummy wedding cake to make it feel more like a wedding and less like a picnic. But COVID precautions will prevent her from serving any refreshments, aside from maybe some safely distributed celebratory cupcakes and splits of sparkling wine. Okay. Uh, what can Liz and her fiancé do to make their public park wedding feel like a special once-in-a-lifetime event and not like a consolation prize? How can they be gracious hosts without the usual accoutrement of food and booze? Is there one thing that you would suggest they splurge on to help make the day more memorable? Liz and I are both loving life in the carriage house, so thank you for your graciousness and humor. All the best, Carolyn. That's L-Y-N. Like Bissett Kennedy... Not like yes. L-I-N-E, like Bouvier oh. Canada. Excuse well, me.
2: Well, I have, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Hit as it. someone okay. who was married outdoors. Okay. Um, So I got married at uh, a natural history museum in Santa Barbara. Um, and, gorgeous. And, that sounds nice. And it was absolutely gorgeous, but it seems like there are some similarities to um, the locations, right? The park thing. And I think there's so many things that you can do. And I'm going to give a couple of... A couple of uh, big ones. Um, you can uh, set up through posts, and I I don't know how the what park they're doing, but you can set up through posts like maybe a string of photos of your relationship, and people could walk through that. You Ooh, know, at, at, that's at six nice. Feet apart. Love that. I think you can um, you can get married in the round, which allows oh. you to uh, to kind of again socially distance yourself, but also create a bigger space. So you're kind of surrounded by your friends and family. Um, And I think you could even hang streamers or something from the trees to give it like kind of a little bit of a magical feel. Like you could really embrace the stuff. And I believe that the way that we uh, in your hotel rooms will give your guests to your wedding like uh, a bag or something like that. Yeah. Why not create that for the wedding? And everyone underneath their seat could have a bot like um, these canned, they have like great canned wine and champagne. So many right good now.
1: options. Yeah. So many
2: good options. And you can give everybody an individual, they have their own thing. Like, and you know, it's not incredibly expensive, but everyone could basically have their, their little wedding bag and a, their little wedding bag full of, you know, whatever it is, a little bit of food, individually wrapped, uh, a can that's, you know, there. And with a little bit of a sanitizer in there, you, you're done. You you have to just get there and, and pre pre prep the place.
0: Paul, add another dash to the hyphenet wedding planner.
2: <laughs> I'm not kidding.
0: Those are amazing ideas. That is that sounds nice even for not a socially distanced wedding. That's beautiful. I just beautiful. think it's like you
2: you can just kind of like make the space sparkle a little bit, and you don't have to make it sound like it's like a a, a kids party. I think, yeah, I think you could do that. I think that would be nice.
1: I think that is such fabulous advice. And I think also it's really important what time of day you choose to do it. Mm. So mm-hmm. if you do it at one o'clock in the afternoon, she's going to melt. Yes. And the picture is going to be terrible and everything else. Uh, but if you do it in the afternoon sort so the early evening, she'll still get those sunsetty pictures Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you pick the where whatever this open air pack is, make sure you pick the exact spot where they get married carefully. I love the idea, if it's possible, of hanging fairy lights or something like that from the trees. What's mm-hmm. to st- what's to stop you from doing that and taking them down when it's over? I love the wedding in a bag idea for lack of a better uh, terminology. I don't know why you can't have a real cake, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, that with you. part stumped me. I, I think that's think it's I think about that's going serving. Too, I think it's going oh, too
0: far. It's about yeah because I see.
2: yeah because it's sort of like the um that's the reason why Florida right now has stopped bars from serving drinks. I think it's just about cross contamination. But what you could do is this person who makes cake can put it individually in Sliced. like a go container. It's like yes. everyone gets a slice. Like you can have something that is there and and out so you can see the wedding topper. Totally By the way, we're, not, we're talking about music too. Get a violinist there. Get somebody off to the side. You know, Absolutely.
1: Whatever. I love all of these ideas. And I think also going off of your idea of having a sort of circle around them, if they end up doing it that way, this idea of being, sort because obviously I don't think they're going to have 175 people now. I think they're probably going to have 40 people or something, uh, or whatever the city uh, stipulates. But I love this idea of being surrounded, and I wonder if it would be worth, and I mean, you'd have to choose wisely, but I wonder if it would be worth incorporating those people into the ceremony in some way where if it is really small and intimate where either you read a poem and people read a portion of the poem or people are we, allowed to we did that say in our, something yeah
2: in our wedding we had our readers stand in the crowd so they never approached us which was kind of actually really lovely too L- like, i love that so you know and again because you're in the round they can be anywhere you want because everyone's looking, and you get the turn, and yeah, it's a nice-
1: I think you have to think Shakespeare Midsummer Night's Dream here. Yeah.
0: Yes. Well, and that actually goes into my advice. Oh, I boy. would say that all sounds great, but I would say the night before your wedding, <laughs>
2: mm.
0: you really need a primer on what not to do. And Ooh. I would watch Midsummer. Because that also (laughs) is beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. And you're thinking, what could go wrong? (laughs) I'll tell you what. A lot.
1: That's on my list. Should I watch that?
2: Well, if you want to have an outdoor wedding, I would. Okay. Because it I really, I am so nervous to watch that movie because Hereditary fucked me up. Sorry, excuse me, uh, so badly.
0: It fucked me up too. I have to say, Midsummer's really silly. It's like I don't okay. know that
2: it's worth your time. Even
0: the first okay. like twenty minutes is genuinely terrifying, and it's so good. And then after that, it's just crazy. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I don't think be, you need to okay. waste your time on it.
1: He okay. would send you straight to Suspiria if you haven't seen that because that's the oh, only yeah. movie that, Br- way that way Brian ticket. cares about.
0: But that's not. if she's right, getting married list. in a dance studio. If she's getting married outdoors, I would okay. say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we go to the next question? I
1: think that's wonderful advice. I do too. That is solid. And I think we absolutely want pictures of what's going on yes, here. We need very to much. see, we need Dying to see Liz's to. legs in her hose. And we have don't to say congratulations to Liz. Yeah, legs. don't look
2: at our world as a deficit right now. Fight and figure out how to make it a benefit because it's it is your day. So still make it your day. Don't give up on it. You know, I feel like and you can, the letter I felt totally like it was giving agree. up.
1: And yeah. I think all of these people that had these plans this time is about pivoting, mm-hmm. and so you just have to pivot and what a wonderful thing I actually think it's so now here's something we never talked about on the podcast, but that happened right after we had two guests on Jack Cutmore Scott and Megan Rath. she's on hawaii five o and they were supposed to be on a pilot together uh no hawaii five o finished, but she would, they were supposed to be on a pilot together, and that got cut off, and they were supposed to be married in England this summer and they just wanted to be married and they got married and they had a drive by people drove by oh. and beeped. They dressed up and they had champagne and she wore her go- a gorgeous white dress and they just got married anyway because me. Were they Being also doing about- COVID
0: tests if people wanted they them were- during <laughs> the drive through? It was at
1: Dodger stadium yeah. and people could let- sign up online and they know, <laughs> but they want to be married. They want to start their life. So a party you can have any time. Of course, the day should feel special, and that's wonderful if you can figure out how to do that. Do it on but your anniversary. But if you want to start your way, life, start your
0: life. Yeah, that's nice. I'm,
2: I'm a big believer, and this is a crazy thing I'll say, but wouldn't it be amazing if all of us who wanted to get married, got married, and then the wedding was a year later, after you've put yeah. in some time and that you know, it's like, this is working, I'm not going to spend money on a blender, that that you are going to break up and, you know, you know, like yeah. and one year, it's sort of like, that's when you should recommit. Like, yes, we figured it out or this no, is we going made it through the,
1: That's going to be the hottest year. We made it through the first year. Yep. Yeah. It's I think, that I the think first that's year. the way It's a go. better party. Yeah. I love that, that idea. I love that idea. Okay. All right. Brian, you're going to read the next one.
0: Let's do it. Dear Rana Brian and guest, AKA Paul, okay. I hope you can help me with my problem. And I hope you don't decide that I'm the crazy one here. Says a lot right there. I've been quarantining alone for a hundred days. I live in New York city and my roommate wanted to stay with my family in a less populated area
1: with family.
0: Oh, my roommate wanted to stay with family in a less populated area. Got it. Well, he's back.
1: I would love, I would love it if they went to stay with the roommate's family, right?
0: No, they didn't. He went to his own families.
1: Yeah. Well, he's back.
0: (laughs) I'm thrilled to have the company, but he's not so good at washing his hands. Granted, I'm a bit extreme. I wash my hands as soon as I enter the apartment. I wipe down anything I buy with disinfectant and continue washing my hands many times throughout the day. He walks in and starts putting things in the fridge. I've never actually seen him wash his hands. We are both grown men. How can one grown-up tell another grown-up to wash his hands? FYI, before we returned home, I asked him if we could have a talk about safety protocols. We agreed on what they were, but now he's not following them, exclamation point. With love, Todd. That's disgusting and dangerous. But also, I don't trust anyone who says from one grown adult to another. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like people who call themselves adults.
2: I don't like that either. There's some suspect (laughs) things. I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling, well, it's hard. This This is a tricky one, right? Because let's... Let's break down a couple of the facts here, in my mind. First of all, I am a believer that contact, like that surface-to-surface contact, is not going to be our greatest it, like our greatest issues. Right. So, Me- meaning
1: uh, what? What's, what's an example of that? That if you that get category? a box from
2: Amazon, you don't yeah. need to take out a wet wipe and wipe it down and then open it and then wet wipe that down. Everything that I have read and seen, it does not seem like that's how this is going. This is a... Uh, again, I'm no doctor, but from what I what I have at least yeah. for my own sanity at 100 plus days in my house, I'm, I've agreed to that. Uh, you know, but I do believe that going out and coming in, going out into the real world and coming in, you gotta wash your hands. Yeah, you got like you gotta make that stop. That's got to be the one. That's yes. got to be the stop. There's no there's no ifs ands or buts on that. And you could maybe leave uh, some plastic gloves at the door. I used to wear more plastic gloves out, but you're good. You could maybe leave some things at the front door. We have like plastic gloves and um and sanitize right at our front door when you come in. So it's right there. So even yeah. if you don't wash your hands, bump up a little before you go, a little before you come back, you know. Yep. That that might be a way of a passive aggressive way of making sure somebody does. That's
0: not bad actually of just saying, really because if you're able to set up the sanitizer at the door, then there's like really no excuse. If this guy just exactly. doesn't want to spend the 20 seconds or whatever going to the sink washing his hands, toweling them off, like that might be A good solution of just like, well, it's staring you right in the face. Just do it. And also, I feel like you do have room to say just sort of like, hey, now that the crisis is clearly getting even worse, um, it'd be great if we could just make sure to like sanitize our hands or whatever before we come in.
2: Yeah, I think coming in the, the
0: door is just...
2: A, you've touched it. door handles. You've touched. You've you you've, you have a lot of stuff on you. Whatever it is, why not? And if you wherever you put your keys, put some sanitizer. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just there. And it's or so when you leave, you think about it. When you come in, you think about it. And that's a that's at least a little bit of a way. Or you or you lie and just tell a story and go, Did you hear that whole thing that we're supposed now we're supposed to apparently supposed to do this and this? Like you make it like I'm sharing with you this crazy story. I don't even. I mean, I we got to do it. I mean, yeah. I heard about it. I got to do it, you know?
1: Yeah. Or since you're such an adult, since you've mentioned that four times,
2: yeah. you
1: ha- you have an adult conversation and you say, look, maybe you think I'm nuts and I'm over, you know, over protecting myself and being overcautious, but we're sharing this space and Hand-washing, I have to tell you, hand-washing is for people that are in the second category of taking care of themselves. They're not, hand-washing is for people that are really paying attention, who go to the store, come back, wash the hands, and trust themselves and are diligent enough to not put the hands anywhere near their face, they're wearing masks, et cetera, et cetera. Sanitizer is the bare minimum yeah. that people can easily do. You put it by the door and you say, we should sanitize on the way in and on the way out. Because we owe that to the people that we're going to touch the, the, uh, the button in the hallway for the elevator. We owe it to the doorman. We owe it to whoever is, you know, or to our other neighbors. And you owe it to me when you come back in the house that you don't bring in wherever you've been. And it's not that I don't think you're conducting yourself beautifully, but I'll be honest with you. I'm not there with you. And I already have so much anxiety over this. And then I'm already putting so much attention myself into trying to keep myself safe with sharing the space. If you don't want to wash your hands, that's fine. It's up to you when you wash your hands. I need you to see san- it. I think we should both be sanitizing when we come in. And now. I and would I'm, get rid of gonna the And I'm going to make phrase, it easy for us. By and the I way, that,
2: honestly.
0: Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I know they've already talked about it, but just get rid of the quote unquote, really your quote, safety protocols. Just get rid of that and just focus on this. What? Just say, I just want this one, one thing. thing. Yeah.
2: One thing. That's all you need is one little moment. And I will say this. um, If I agree with what you all are saying, when you go out, you should sanitize because who knows what we have. And that's part of wearing a mask. I'm treating myself like I have it. I don't want to give it to you. And I think that's the responsible human way of doing things. But if you're finding that this is like hitting a, a wall, you do have to live with this person. It is an uncomfortable situation to be in a room where you... Prove yourself vulnerable or you open yourself to these things, just say, when you come in, sanitize. That, like, like really at the end of the day, like if you if you want to even break it down one step more, just give yourself a squirt every time you come into the house. That's all I'm asking. And that's cool. And then we're done. And I'm gonna leave we're, it by the door. Yeah. I'm leaving it and by I'm the door. And I'm gonna leave
1: and I'm gonna leave wipes by the door in case you wanna wipe down the packages that come to you. I do think personally. I'm wiping down most of the packages that come in before I open them. I'm not wiping down all the food I buy. I'm not wiping down, you know, I'm not doing that. But when something comes off the Amazon truck, do I know if the guy sneezed on the box or whatever? No. So personally, I just feel better. Do I think that the numbers are necessarily supporting my behavior? No. I think I'm. Am I being overly cautious? Yeah. That's fine. My, you can't my ask I, your roommate to do that if he doesn't my, want to wipe down yes. his Amazon packages. That's up to him. Yeah, let but the, you can. Let you're go not going to get COVID from his Amazon package that sat yes. on the floor that you didn't lick. Okay. My my wife but and I have
2: a rule that whenever he is touching it comes everything to else
1: in the apartment yes. himself. He's the spreader, not the packages. Yeah. Yes. I mean, just
2: show that picture of that family who threw that surprise party and all 15 of them got COVID. I mean, you know, we have to understand How about those
1: eight people that threw the Trump rally, Padme? Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Paul, what's the
0: rule that you and your wife have?
1: Yeah. Um,
2: When it comes to safety, we just can't question it. If someone thinks something is unsafe or is asking you to do something because of safety, We have to just, we give over to the other person. Even if we don't agree with it, we give over to it. So if, you know, I feel unsafe right here, I need this to happen. I'm trusting your instinct in this moment. And it's not like we don't abuse that, but we just know, like, when it comes to safety, there's no, but maybe it's making me comfortable. And that's, and that's a, it's actually been a quite a a wonderful thing. You know, it's sort of like, I'm not going to argue this. We've agreed that we're not going to argue it when something is about safety.
1: It's, absolute, it's, about, it's absolutely yeah. lovely because it's not just... I mean, that's more when you're probably in a more intimate relationship with someone sure. that you can get to that level. But I think it's such a beautiful thing that you're explaining, which is not only do I give over to... Whether I think you're being overly anxious or you're not or whatever, it's about feeling safe in a relationship and knowing that mm-hmm, the person mm-hmm. who has your back absolutely has you back. And even if it's a, they think it's a little silly... Why yes. should they argue it if it's going to make you feel a little better?
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: It's very lovely. Look at Paul giving all this free advice I know. that people aren't even asking for. No one deserves <laughs> this. No. No
0: Ronna, one deserves Do you this. want to read the next one?
1: Sure. Dear Ron Bryan, an illustrious guest. Excuse Ooh, thank me. Thank you. Yeah. How, did, how did they know? Not bad. Uh, I have, a fam- I have a family member who is a professional man in a respectable career, a marriage of many years, and overall is a nice guy, but he is also on Twitter. He never tweets, but follows me on Twitter, as well as many of our family members. In addition to family members, local news folks, and some, le- some celebs, he follows a lot of Twitter porn accounts. And I'm not talking just a few porn stars. I'm talking Brian level free feed. Excuse me.
0: Excuse me. I don't even follow porn.
1: Brian level free feed. I heard it the porn to scroll through while you are hoping your kid doesn't burst into the room.
0: First of all, I gave my kid up. Second of all, I don't watch porn. I mean, I do, (laughs) but not on Twitter.
1: But not on Twitter. Lots of bondage stuff, cuckolding, you name it. I'm hoping my CHIP and DIP membership doesn't get revoked simply for writing this question. I am positive he does not know that others can see on Twitter who you follow. Well,
2: that's the issue.
1: Is there a way to make him aware without embarrassing him by letting him know I know? All the best. XX tweeting the night away. Hmm. Have you ever run into this issue, Paul? Is there, anyone <laughs> in your, is there anyone in your life who's following people that you think they don't know? No, they don't, but here's they, they the don't issue. Know, I will, I will can say this. You see them? I,
2: I understand that for the most part, whoever you follow, you're either, you're saying that you are, endorsing them on some level. Unless you are somebody who is, you know, maybe more politically savvy and you're looking at different kind of news. Sor- news is a different kind of a thing. But if a you follow, are follow is a
1: recommendation.
2: I think to a certain extent, because what people are going to do, it's like looking through your cupboards uh, when they go to your bathroom. They're, oh, that person's on Twitter. Let's see what we got here. And if I saw a bunch of porn stars, I'd be like, huh, huh. Why, why reveal yourself that way? Why keep- your antipsychotic meds in your guest bathroom. Right, like, right. why are you know? Why keep? I remember I went over to somebody's house. Um, Presumably,
1: because if you're on them, you're doing the bare minimum. I mean, <laughs> you're just went, doing your best. If you're on antipsychotics, you're just doing your best.
2: I, I mean, go, I went I went over to somebody's house and I used their bathroom, and their preparation H was right on the toilet. here's the thing. <laughs>
1: And this is what I want to say. I
2: awful. have, I have no issue with anyone using preparation H. I understand that of it's important. Was it, Char-
1: it Charlie Theron? I just have to know. <laughs> um, all I'm going to say is this: <laughs> Well, because you know, models use it under their eyes in order to in Absolutely. order to take down Absolutely. the uh, puffy. But if
2: they I, use yeah. it under
0: their eyes, think... they don't keep it on the toilet.
1: Well, I guess yes. that's fair. We yeah. don't
2: need. I guess what I'm saying is, <laughs> why would we need to advertise it? Any which way that you're going to use, why do you need to advertise it? And, and, you know, like, if if that's the way that he's getting like a glimpse of some like breasts and stuff like that, I mean, it's, it's a little bit, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little, I think, you, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm more kind of concerned at the fact that why he's following all these people. It's sort of like, yeah, like I mean, just go and look on a free porn site if you, or do you need it that much in your like in your like stream?
1: But, so the question right. really is though, A, does he know that you can see? Is he right. not savvy? Does he know that you can see who other people follow? Or does he think he can just follow when people aren't looking at his followers?
2: The way that I would do because otherwise if I was he heard. would
1: he would just creep on people if that was right. the case. You don't have the- to follow someone in order to see their stuff.
2: The way that I would do it is this. I think I would pick a mutual friend and and in a casual conversation – again, this is me being very passive – in a yeah. casual conversation, be like, oh, my God. Did you see that, you know, oh. that <laughs> Sheila is following so-and-so? Oh, the And like that Chris D'Elia reaction video, let it – fall all over his face uh, in realization. Like, you're not saying, like, you're letting him connect with that.
1: I didn't see that video.
2: Oh, yeah. When Chris finds out that Snapchats don't disappear, there's a video that's been going around that's been viral (gasps) that really um, shakes him to the core.
1: How is there a video of him having that moment?
2: uh, He's on a show. Oh, and somebody says,
1: oh, well, you know, they don't disappear. And he sort of... (gasps)
2: <gasps> yeah, he's talking about somebody else who's caught up in something else. He's like, well, how would you see that? Well, how would you see that? But how would you see that? And they're like, "Well, oh, you just videocaped the thing. And Brian, uh, you, you've seen uh, it. I mean, it, 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 uh, it, it it's a pretty, ama- it's a magical moment. Right. In the sense of just like, yeah, you see it.
0: I have to say, I, I would just only say something to him if... um,
1: Why say anything?
0: Well, because what if it's something that's like, Could affect his job or so. You know what I mean? If he doesn't, if he truly doesn't know. But I don't think the friend should say, I actually never think a friend should get involved with something like that. I I just. This is a
1: family member.
0: Family member. Oh, that you're right.
1: It must be a cousin or an uncle. Well, tell
0: his mother. (laughs) You could just say.
1: Yeah, your husband's into BDSM cuckolding videos, and I only know this from Twitter. No,
0: you tell his mother.
1: Oh, Yo, your son. Sorry, yes. your son is only into BDSM cuckolding videos, and I only know this from Twitter. You go
0: to the mother and you say, Twitter? Have you know what Twitter is? And she'll be like, I've heard of it. And you, you, you say, like, honestly, me too. I've heard of it. But I'm on it a little. All these people following porn. I mean, it's like everyone does it. so disgusting. Even just... Bob follows it.
1: I mean, why don't you just say, Bob, can I talk to you for a second? Sure, what's going on? How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Look, if this is intentional, that's oh. fine. You're I'm already not... making me
2: so anxious right now. Hearing This you is even how you bring those, those
0: conversations <laughs> up, Ronnie. You say, look, I've got a bottle of pills in my purse, and I'm going to take them all because I, 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 I can't stand it anymore. I'm out. And then he, he'll say, oh, my God, is there anything I could do? And you say, you could take the porn off your Twitter. And then it's disarming, and then you go on.
1: You just, or you just say, it's none yeah. of my business. You can do whatever you want, and I'm not judging this, but I just want to make sure that you know that when you follow someone on Twitter, everyone can see it. And if you're fine with that, that's fine. But if you're not, I suggest you go home, you unfollow a few people. And if that's stuff that you still want to look at, you can look at it without Hold on, hold on, people. I'm realizing He may something. not know that you can't. You don't I'm have have to realizing to watch. I'm
2: realizing a very important part of this. He doesn't tweet. He is yeah. just lurking, yes. so no one will ever see that he follows porn. So now I'm sort of thinking, why does well, who this person see? care? Because he's not tweeting. Well, you don't. You like you wouldn't be searching him out. He's not interacting on Twitter. He's just like a ghost account.
1: But she found him.
2: But I think because she, know, like, because yeah, she so knows, because so so
1: only everyone in his family that it would be most embarrassing to will know who he's following on Twitter. I, I mean, think I he doesn't know that if you're not active, that people don't I see. I also think he doesn't understand that you can just search people you want to look at. You don't have to. I, I, I think to. she should
0: tell him, and I think this is advice for him. When she confronts you about it, you turn to her and you say, blocked, and then walk
2: away. <laughs> Block him. By Block the way, her. how about this? Why don't, why don't you just go like this? Again, maybe it's just too passive aggressive. Uh, you know, I was talking to someone yeah. in your family there's always
1: someone else involved
2: it's very it's very trumpian <laughs> Paul a lot loves of people are saying to, Paul loves yeah, to, triang-
1: right, to triangulate this is my favorite yeah you know i just like saying. to come
2: at, i like to come at it like an ally to your to your person if you're, if you're delivering <laughs> some tough information so you you go oh my gosh i was talking to bob and he was like so and so, you're you know, so you follow a lot of porn accounts, like or we were like or like we were both laughing. You could even make yourself a couple. You know, Bob and I were talking today. You follow a ton of porn accounts on there, like you know <laughs> I what is up with that? Like, like that. make it fun, yeah, make it fun. It's like it's not like it's not like don't do this. It's sort of like whoa, something's going on, like and then you and then he has to make the decision of. Oh shit! They can see that, and then he can decide of it, like what he wants.
1: But now you've told him that, you, that you've pointed it out to somebody else, right? Because if if you, you wanted, wanted like, oh, to yeah. minimize, but if you wanted to minimize his embarrassment and not worry about your own okay. discomfort,
0: but also then Rana, you don't
1: want him to know that you've pointed out to anybody else, you wanted guess, to but, say to him, "This is right now. This is just you and me that know about." But this. he
0: also might not know who Bob is, right? Who's he? Well, Paul used the name Bob, and I think maybe if the other Bob guy's is like, our
1: Twitter is our Twitter user in this. Yes. You, you started Bob Brent.
0: That's not true because before <laughs> Paul said Bob and I were talking about how how much Twitter. Or yes, how but much, you're
1: the one who called yeah. him Bob to begin with, so that I called him Bob, and then oh, Paul I mistakenly am? also called him Bob. So we've got two Bobs talking to each other now.
2: Well, Bob's Bob's are at Bob's are kind of checking out this thing. I mean, look, I just think if you maybe bring it up in a, in a sweet way. Yeah. And you say, I like, think in actually a funny way. Like, yeah. And then it's like, you're not condemning it. You're just kind of like, oh, hey, you're following a lot of porn on there, aren't you? Like, you know, it's this, it's sort of like, we know, or like, you know, you wait until he talks about Twitter and be like, well, you should talk. You follow like what? Like 40 porn stars. And he'll be like, What what do you mean? And you're like, right, that's what you, I mean, I, like, you know, who you follow. And then, oh, you can see that? Yeah. And you don't, you're... You're just bringing it up like if he's making a joke about somebody else or he's talking about what he saw on Twitter, you know, then you're just – So or we have to could,
1: wait for him to bring up Twitter in order to have this conversation? No, because you could
0: also say, oh, my God, I found out something we have in common. I also, we're both on Twitter. We're both on Twitter and I also follow the twirling woman or whatever the handle
1: right, is. Right. We, we both follow – We both
0: follow – I didn't know you were yeah, into that. good.
1: We both follow Giant Jaw 46 <laughs>
0: yeah. God.
1: I can't think of a worse name. I think you need to decide whether you think this is actually going to affect his life in some way or another. Because it's not necessarily your job to point it out to him. But if you really, really want to, you can. You'd be doing him a favor, probably. I, I, I but think... there, is a, there is a potential that he's an exhibitionist. Mm. And that he'll say, oh, you like my list of people that I follow? Like yeah.
0: Liz with the pantyhose.
1: Yeah, like Liz legs, where she says... I get a kick out of legs and it shows what do you want me to do about it? Well, but let me ask
2: you one other question because now I'm really going all over on this one. I follow a lot of people on Twitter. I, I recently followed people on Twitter and I never check who they follow. Like I don't, it's not like part of the, I mean you can, but it's not part of like the social construct. I'm not like I often like today I followed this, um, this great writer who wrote a beautiful op ed in New York times. And I was like, Oh, I'm just going to follow her. I never occurred to me to be like, who does she follow? I just kind of just like- but I've never she's followed not her. She,
1: but she's not your weird cousin. But I, but even this my family members, was, I'm not looking through- But this through. person was sort of looking through their cousin's stuff. They wanted to see, oh, okay, you know, got it. Bob's right, on Twitter. What's he doing on Twitter? Oh, he follows LeBron James and the New York Times and what?
0: So do you think <laughs> the, the listener who wrote in- Yeah. Kind of wants to say something. Do you think she came into this being like, I can't wait to bust him on this. I just want to make sure it's the right thing to do. Because I think instinct, just by instinct, I would never bring this up to a cousin ever or a family member.
1: If it's a she, but uh, yeah, this person – I mean, the way that it's written, it seems to me that they want to do them a favor, that they think that that person is sort of out of touch and they don't really understand how Twitter works and that they might be incidentally embarrassing themselves. That is sort of how it reads. But it's possible that there's another, you know, that there's a titillation factor here for the cousin who wants to sort of say...
2: Well I like noticed. yeah, just like looking around at people's. I know a stuff. little more
1: yeah. about you than I thought I was gonna know and just wanted to let you know that I I,
2: I mean know when a when, bit when, more. You're, when you're sneaking around when yeah. you're sneaking, you I mean this is good this is good dirt. This is good family reunion dirt. Like, you know, you wanna like I mean it's more protective. It's like do you want anybody else to think that you're kind of a perv cuz that's the that's the thought. There's no they, there's no way getting out of it. They do
1: say that he follows them and several other family members. So really anybody with just a little bit of curiosity can see all of this. Yeah, us. can get in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right.
2: Good luck. I don't I'm know what you're going to do, but good fun luck. Fun
1: family gossip if you ask me. Yeah. Um, okay. So Paul,
2: yes. This, this is, is fun. the
1: part of our show where we do a giveaway. Okay. And what we do, Brian is going to explain the giveaway because he he does the best show. I
0: actually feel like I never get it right, but I'm going to try this time.
1: Okay. Well, we, we'll find out together. We, get,
0: <laughs> we decide to give something, a token, to someone, mm-hmm. to a listener who has written in who we think deserves it the most. And that- could re- That's really just an instinct. That's just like what your heart tells you that – Right. So, okay. So our three people who are under consideration are Liz Legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we also have um, the hi- roommate hygiene. Right. Yeah. And then we also have Twitter. Uh, Twitter. We were yeah. There. So, is going to say what the gift is and then we- we're going to decide who this gift should go to of those three.
2: Now- I have a strong – point of view before i even know what the gift is just based on who i believe deserves it
0: okay
1: okay hold on maybe we'll change
2: i'm just gonna say we can when we decide i'll tell you if it changed or not but i have a strong already i have a strong so you want to get
1: you want to give the gift away without even knowing what the gift is is that what you're telling me yes
2: i feel like someone here clearly needs a gift okay all right but we'll see what the gift is yeah so,
1: so you want to hear the wait? So you want to hear the gift first, or you want to? I do want to hear the gift. gift. I'm just going to tell okay. you
2: if it affects if it affects my judgment.
1: This week's gift is what something we've been giving out uh, for the past couple of weeks, which Paul has also been the recipient of. Excuse yes. me, which is the Ask Rana Coffee Duo. Now we launched this coffee a couple of weeks ago. Paul, it is flying I off the shelves. Can't even imagine. We spent months. Developing these flavors. I mean, I'm not kidding. You would think we would just slap a label on something if you didn't know us. Pardon no, me.
2: I mean, I, 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 believe me. I believe that you made this coffee with the amount of time and care that you have put into this advice. She flew to Colombia.
0: She flew to Africa. Wow. I mean, she.
1: I had wow. to. All over. I had to finger all of the beans personally. Well, of course, Rana. I had to pre-COVID. I-
2: Pre-COVID. I had
1: to let them run through my fingers. Yeah. But truly, Paul, I mean, you, Paul, we've known each other for a long time. You know I'm a perfectionist.
2: Uh, Absolutely. I love the amount of detail, the level, your your seriousness in this world. Absolutely. And when I got this coffee, you know, we are a family that doesn't really switch up our coffee. But I knew it was coming from you that I was like, you know what? We're going to do this. And we are thrilled that we did.
1: Okay. So who's winning this, Paul?
2: (sighs) Well, okay. My gut. Is the person that deserves this the most? Is the roommate? The roommate has gone through so much. Um, we've gave great advice to the person getting married. Liz Legs, like they got it. They got they got their gift in advice. The third one, uh, the porn. I don't see much problem there. I see uh, somebody that's kind of sniffing around other people's business,
1: creating this, your own problem.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And and I just think this roommate person, they need a little bit to give them a little bit of a kick. We are obviously adding something into their house. I don't know how they're going to feel about that. But I think if you wipe down that coffee, it's vacuum sealed. Uh, you grind the beans, you're going to be fine. Keep it away from your roommate. You don't want him touching those beans. But yeah. I think that you, you deserve a little bit of a break. You deserve a little bit of a chance to embrace where you're at.
1: I totally agree. And I think what the other thing about the coffee is it's something just for you. You don't have to share it. Mm-hmm. Like a roommate, you can write on it, don't drink my coffee. Like people yes. do in the in the fridge, you know Bob's milk, and I think it's a wonderful way to start the day. Brian and I both start the day every day with a cup of Askrona coffee, and you just take a breath and you remember that that moment is for you. Because truly, I mean, all jokes aside, there's such an extra level of anxiety and extra mm. layer on everybody's existence right now for a million different reasons, and COVID yes. only being one of them. And so to have that little moment where you stop and you take a breath and you do just the tiniest little nice thing for yourself every day makes all the difference. See, so we're hoping that we'll help I you do set you on the right path. I
0: do ultimately agree with both of you. This should go to the roommate. I totally agree. There is something wonderful about a conniver drinking coffee. And I do mm. love the yeah. idea of oh, this woman like having a morning routine or man, whoever it is, making a cup of coffee, turning on Twitter and checking up with the brother. Oh, the getting guy. in. Yeah, this is Yeah, just this like is creating it. a whole moment for it. However, I do agree. Swirling
1: to the, the mug. Exactly. Yes. Yeah.
0: But hey. Interesting. I think you're right. I think it should go to roommate.
1: Well, sorry, Twitter.
0: Sorry, you were close. You were close. Uh, <laughs> now- Paul- Yes. Go ahead, Brian. I was just going to say, we read just a cliffhanger for the Patreon. We don't actually answer it. So do you mind if we read that right now? I would love it. I'm here for that. Great. Dear Ron and Brian, I'm a 25-year-old single woman, and I live at home with my parents in Brooklyn, New York. I had been casually dating on and off for a year pre-pandemic and had no issue giving it up completely once our lockdown began. Now, three months later, I'm starting to come to terms with the fact that I will probably not be able to date and certainly not kiss or have sex with anyone for another year minimum, especially to prevent exposing my parents to the virus. I often struggle with low self-worth and the feelings of loneliness that come with being single can send me into negative self-talk spirals. I want to use this time alone to work on creating a better relationship with myself. Here's my question. Any tips on how to make masturbation a more fulfilling experience?
1: Excuse me. Thank
0: you for your humor and kindness. I love you both. Kiss, kiss. Well, that is right. one that really took a real a real, real left I, turn. You didn't see it coming till the till the nope. absolute last second. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But well, we will answer this on Patreon. We do a, a Patreon show on Fridays. Every uh, people can sign I up. See,
2: yeah, I'm excited. About I just want to say like that took me like that Roseanne Barr video that just dropped on Twitter like yesterday. You're like, oh, she's talking about politics. She's talking about Trump, and where it ends. If you've not seen it. I haven't. It's a great. I haven't oh, either. Great. It's a, it, it is just like that where you could never predict the twist at the end. It, Look it, at it's this. M We've Night got two level.
1: videos to watch. We've got all this extra bonus advice. We've got, no, we know how to run a writer's room. We know how to write a Looney Tunes episode. I mean, Paul, you have been nothing but a wealth of information. Please you follow so Paul
0: Shear everywhere, and also what are you
1: Twitter? Yeah, what are you Twitter- What are you socials?
2: Um, I'm just at Paul Shear, S C H E E R, and uh, Black Monday Season Two Part Two is back right now on Showtime for the next couple of weeks. We had to shut down because uh, of COVID. And uh, and now we are we are able to finish our season. I would also and of like course, to recommend. How did
1: this get made? Yeah. Course, yeah. Oh yeah. How
2: did this get made? Yeah. And unspooled yeah. all the all the yeah. things. You, you can figure it out. Like yeah. Like I am. I'm just excited to be here.
0: I would also say, if you follow Paul, I would actually take a look into who he's following. <laughs> no porn stars. No porn stars.
1: Well, not after this recording. No. Yeah. Paul, you're the Paul's- absolute best.
0: It's such a thrill every time we get to talk to you.
2: This was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for letting me be here with you and talk about these amazing people.
1: A you? Okay. Kiss kiss.
2: Bye bye.